get like the script. Don't we have a script for this too? Oh yeah, we fucking do. Keep a yeah, chat. Yeah, we do. We do. I'm gonna queep zoo queef. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna queef. <laughs> <laughs> said is that what i fucking said is that like what i fucking said roll back the tape (laughs) we got a recording i'm gonna queef (laughs) Queef. (laughs) oh man podcast notes queefs are hilarious okay these notes are so fucking funny this was when we were at the age of innocence (laughs) where we like did you know what though? I still good. like identify with them one hundred percent. It's still on brand. We don't have. I mean, it's not on this at least. I don't fucking know. Okay, whatever, whatever. Okay, you're right. What? 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 I don't see like a Q and D one. There is one. Where the fuck it on at? the drive? Yeah, it should be shared with both of us. Cause you edited it. You added oh, like, I see hot it. dogs and shit. <laughs> are, you, are you a woman of the night? What's <laughs> <laughs> read the Q&D script that often. Because <laughs> that's been like that for a while. Okay. But, okay, I knew it said, are you one of the night? Yes, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at the fact that I scrolled down. <laughs> it's real big font. <laughs> it's real big font. It says hot dogs are sacred. <laughs> they are. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then it just yeah, says, da, 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 Christy Jim. <laughs> What the fuck? That got me so good. I didn't. I knew. I knew it said something bullshit about hot dogs. I did not know it was. What what point font is this? It's okay. The right. Okay, the whole document is an eleven point font. That's ninety. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Got you real good, babe. Take a fucking sip, babe. Oh my god, I'm crying. That made me cry. Okay, <laughs> you were like that was a hearty laugh. <laughs> That got me. I'm delirious. I. It almost sounded like insincere. <laughs> it was like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> no, I'm crying. Okay. Oh fuck. It's like the bonobo episode all over again, man. <laughs> this is so good. This is in the podcast. I'm gonna do the. In- I'm just gonna like edit the intro to the beginning and then just have me fucking losing my mind. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that's a good. Oh. That's a good intro. <laughs> Some like really fucking threatening laughter. Anywho. Yeah, I haven't opened this document in years. Like, at least at least 12 months. <laughs> at least 12 months. Okay. Okay. Hey, welcome to a special bonus segment of Keeper Chat, a quick and dirty. My name is Flora. And my name is Fauna. And these Q&Ds are an opportunity for us to answer some <laughs> of the questions <laughs> we receive from all of you. I opened the script that I haven't read in 12 months, and I started reading it without, like, skimming it at least first. Um... But yeah, this is where we're going to do something quick, and we're going to do it dirty, and we're going to answer questions that you guys have submitted to us. Yeah. First, however, <laughs> we have a lot to discuss. Yeah, there's a lot. Okay, yeah, let's get, a, let's get it all out on the table. Let's get this out here. Um, hot dogs are sacred. <laughs> number one. Stupid yeah. fucking notes. Okay, number two, how was your week? 
Uh, good. It's been really good. I saw you a few days ago. Yeah. We did a fun thing where we met up and did stuff, and that sounds sexual. It wasn't. Wow. Or, may- or was it? What? Wow. Oh. Uh, no, we got to hang out, and it's been a while since I saw you, and it was really nice. Yeah. And we, it was like in the shortest amount of time possible. Yes. <laughs> and everyone in the Panera was staring at us. So yes. It worked out great. Yes. It was. We couldn't have hoped for anything better. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, the Panera was amazing. Yeah, it was good. I love a good lemonade. Ooh, yeah. You were sucking down those lemonades. But yeah, if you are not in our Patreon, you might, or if you're new, um, or if you're old and you're listening to this 17 years from now, <laughs> you might have missed. Hell yeah. Um, we had a poster created by our awesome graphic artist and friend, Mitch Torbert, and it's like this beautiful piece of art. That is the first 26 letters of the internet of the animals Fuck that we yeah. covered. And it's just like gorgeous. It's like, I can't. It's like indescribable. It's um, perfect. So I'm not even going to try to describe it. But anyway, yes. uh, we signed those for our Grime Gang members who have been with us since the beginning of the $10 tier on Patreon, um, which is incredible. So we got together, signed those, and then we had our people send them out. And so like, they're arriving now. So if you're listening to this and you are one of the 30 in that Grime Gang tier, you should go check your fucking mail, dude, because you get a tube waiting for you. There is <laughs> a, a fresh tube. hot tube. There's a Courtesy tube of us with your name on it. Yeah. And it handwritten. We dealt with some bullshit. We signed some posters. We signed we some posters. We tubed them up. And we had the most efficient woman in the entire world, like, help us package them. And yeah. then we sent it off to our lovely unpaid intern, and they shipped them out. So, like, they have been hand-delivered by the mailman, but with our love attached. Yeah. And they may or may not be, like, a horrible printing error on them, but that just makes them more special. Yes, limited edition print. Limited edition. It's just one of those things where you, like, spend a lot of money on something, (laughs) and you look at it, and you're like, wow, that's awesome, and it did awesome. And then you, like, pack it up, and you never look at it again until, like, the moment that you need it, and then you look at it again. There's a horrible very obvious printing error on it that just like or or better yet you you get them printed and then the person who printed them brings you into a dark closet and shows you them (laughs) and because it's fucking dark you don't see the error and then you never look at them again until you need them yes and then you notice the error yeah and then you have a mental a little big meltdown in the panera bread yeah um but all's all's well that ends well if it wasn't fucked up it wouldn't be truly keeper chat. Yeah, it wouldn't be a flora and fauna special if like it wasn't, if we like, did everything some right. Fucking bullshit. Excuse me. Do you know what podcast you're listening to? That's not how it works here. It's gonna be kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's our brand. That is our <laughs> brand. Uh, so yeah, um, if you, yeah. I just think they're awesome. They're beautiful. Um, they are. If you missed out on this opportunity to get one, there we're we're considering um, because the artwork is just like so gorgeous. Um, and since people are, like, catching up to the podcast, I mean, just because, like, you weren't part of it at that moment doesn't mean you, like, miss out forever. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. So we are thinking about, uh, having, like, another limited print of them and selling them in the future. So, um, stay tuned to the podcast. Stay tuned to our social media. Obviously, we're, we're going to announce it when that happens. It wouldn't be a secret. That doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, they're, they're awesome. So, um, thank you again, Mitch Horbert. You can find him on Instagram under uh mitch torbert 
Hell yeah. I tagged him in all of our social media posts. Super so easy. Just go to our He's the best. Media. Uh, yeah, we're really excited. So it was really nice uh, to see you. We got to hang out for yeah. like, mm, I think like four and a half hours and then yeah. part ways. And we did what needed to be done, but it was great. And we had some laughs. We had some sandwiches. We had a woman sit really close to us for no reason. Yeah, what the uh, fuck was that about? Yeah. I know. She was just, like, right up my butthole. And then we also had, like, everyone in that Panera staring at us while we were signing posters. Like, I'm pretty sure those people are like, who the fuck are those people? I know. They're like, they might be famous, famous? but I've never seen them in my damn life. So probably not. Plus, they look a mess. They can't be anyone. <laughs> Is that one having um, a mental breakdown in a Panera? Embarrassing. <laughs> yes. Is that one having a mental breakdown? Is that one just watching? Ooh, <laughs> woof. Uh, but no, so other than that, my week was good. But I do have uh, some really important news that I wanted to discuss. I saw a news story come across my desk, breaking news. God. That Lori Schnatter is divorcing Papa John. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard the news? Yeah. And this is coming fresh on the heels of him eating 40 pizzas in 30 days. So, right. like, I'm not saying that's the reason, but that's probably the reason. Well, that was in his Spotify for artists 2019 wrapped because he ate 40 pizzas in 30 days, one yes. divorce, zero days of reckoning. Papa John. Yeah. I just think that, I just think Lori's like, I gotta unhitch myself from this crazy train. God, what a, like... She's going to be a bajillionaire. Mommy John, out on her own. Hashtag, I support Mommy John. Mom John. Um, <laughs> Put on your Mom Johns. Get wow, cold out there. Say, oh, he's like going to be on a podcast. There's Is like it a, ours? Holy shit. Is he coming on our podcast? Oh, here's here's the drop, the breaking news. It's our podcast. Hi, it's me, Papa John. No, he's on that <laughs> idiot's show. That, I don't like that guy. Uh, The Papa Bless or whatever, you know? Papa John. No. Okay. What is well, that I think, I still think, regardless, my Papa John impression was, like, spot on. We could have just gone with it. Oh, H3. Ethan Klein and oh, that woman. yeah, yeah. And, and that woman. I don't know her name. I'm sorry. I don't think they're funny at all. I've, yeah. It's terrible. But anyway, uh, yeah, they're going to go on his show, I guess. Oh, all right. Well. So the maybe... next ours, like, first is their dumb shit, and then he's going to, like, be an expert and, like, come on our podcast. That's why. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That'll be good. Well, it's finally, finally, that'll be the day of reckoning. Anyways, uh, how's your week going? Mine is okay. Um, God, I say, um, every time someone listens to the podcast, every time I say the F-bomb, take a drink. Every time I say, okay, so, or, um, take two drinks. And then text me (laughs) when you're dead. In the first two and a half minutes, just text me, I'm dead. Thanks. But yeah, the week- it's a fun little added bonus to listening to our <laughs> podcast. There's a little built-in mini game. There's a each built-in week. game called "Try Not to Die" every time I say stupid stuff. But the week has been—it's been a week. Uh, got a lot of overtime. I s- swallowed a taco whole before we started recording. Wowza! And geez, what else is going on? It's That's it. Like, Those are the highlights. Yeah, it's just like winter time. Yeah. Video hey, you game. got your prism up there? Yeah, you know, I unplugged the prism because there's not enough no, room no, on no, my no, desk. No, 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 That prism has to be there. It eats your depression, it's remember? Looking, I know, it's sitting on the floor right now, just like unplugged, just on the ground. It's hungry. Feed him. <laughs> hey, hungry. 
uh, join our Patreon and <laughs> <laughs> rate <A> stunning and, <laughs> review and rate and review us on iTunes because we donate money to conservation every time we get a review. I did I announce yet what we already did? What we did this time? I did it on. Did I do it on air yet? Uh, no, you haven't. I don't think so. Okay, so last month we had four. So twenty dollars went to the Giraffe Conservation Foundation, courtesy of all of our beautiful uh, patrons and your generous ratings and reviews. And the month before that, seventy dollars went to Panthera, which is like super killer. Um, yeah, it's badass. So that's really cool. Yeah, but Patreon is a good place to pick what you want the episodes to be about. Um, we're starting to get into more Let's Plays. I did a Let's Play of Planet Zoo, which is me just having, like, a crisis. Um, yes. Cause and recording it. And recording it for an hour and then, like, posting it. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, I think we're gonna get into some, like, Nancy Drew this week. Maybe next week. Yes. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. We're gonna do some bungs. We're gonna find some bungs. <laughs> I wish you would die. <laughs> uh, and... That's it now. I'm done. Okay, great. Now that we've... Okay, good. That's half the episode. Now we'll spend the second half okay. discussing the real big question so that we here's, got. So here's the thing. You guys send us these Q&Ds, and we hoard them like little dragons, like little Q&D dragons. And yes. um, I'm envisioning that, like, naked cat, that hairless cat on that, like, pile yes. of gold coins. Yes. That's us. That's me and these questions. So we have Hell a spreadsheet. Yes. We do keep track of when you submitted them. Yes, yes, Amy, you submitted this question February. <laughs> Amy, we hear you. We see you. We appreciate you. Fucking February 22nd, 2019. Have yeah. we been ignoring it for 10 months? Yes. I wouldn't say ignoring it. I, I would say putting it on the top shelf and waiting for the perfect day. I have been ever, it has been ever present in the back of my mind as something that I didn't want to talk about. <laughs> It has been something that you and I have been procrastinating since February. We're always like, let's do a QD. Do you want to do Amy's question yet? Nah. Well, guess what? We're doing it today. We're doing it right now. Amy, this is your fucking moment. We're diving in. We're we diving just decided in. to go for it. Yeah, well, this is off this is off the fucking seat of my pants. Okay, here's the question from Amy. Thank you, Amy. I had always been under the impression that circuses are not the best in terms of animal welfare with questionable training methods, animals exhibiting unnatural behaviors, and trainers in potential dangerous situations being in direct contact, etc. I learned how to read yesterday, apparently. However, after being in the zoo field for quite some time, I've seen support of circuses from other keepers and realized I may not be as educated on the subject. Some say being anti-circus is closely related to being extreme AR, or animal rights activist, and ultimately, with phasing out circuses, zoos will be the next to go. Of course, it is not a completely black and white issue, and some circuses are probably better than others. I was wondering if you could expand on this and what your opinions are on the matter. Mm. So, let me just well, Google. A lot to unpack there. I'm just going to Google circus really quick. <laughs> yeah, let's get our basis going. Um. Well, let's just, have you ever been to the circus, Fauna? Uh, no, I haven't. Have you? Wow, Laura? I'm in one right now. They can't Yeah, I can fucking hear it. I have, yeah. I went to, I'm pretty sure, Ringling Brothers. Oh, yeah, like the OG, huh? Yeah, when I was a small child. Um, okay. I, my memory is trash, dumpster fire. So I don't really yes. remember anything about the show. 
But I remember there being like a cardboard cutout of a tiger that I like took my picture with. Hmm. And like I think okay. I remember my dad buying me like a souvenir cup. Oh, that sounds good. Okay. But there were definitely animals there because that's probably why they took yes. me. Because I'm like yes. an animal freakazoid. Yeah, that's probably it. So I think this is like a, a loaded question. And we, in talking about this, encourage anyone and everyone who's listening to email us and like respond with like your opinions and your thoughts. Neither Fauna nor I have ever been behind the scenes of a circus. We've never yes. worked in a circus. I've never known right. anyone who has worked in a circus. Mm-hmm. So our opinions are going to be from the outside looking in. Um, well, they're going to be a complete opinion, right? It's like an ill-informed opinion. Sure. Ill-informed? Like we, I don't know. I mean, it's not ill. Well, no. I mean, like, it's like we are, like, truly, like, we just don't have any sort of It's like a bias. I guess it's all. biased because, like, what we know about them is probably biased from, like, yeah, media and I guess stuff. That, yeah, I guess that's a better way to put it. Like, it's not going to be a, it's not going to be an objective look at this whatsoever oh yeah 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 sure it's gonna be like purely based on our opinions of this situation and what we know of like the industry yeah and like obviously we were confused we're not like animal rights activists by any means if like the psycho um part of them (laughs) hey actually that's a good point why don't we talk about that a little bit because i think a lot of our listeners know kind of what we're talking about but maybe some don't and i think that's oh, a really sure. good point of which to like give context to everything else that we say yeah so um whenever people talk about i guess like any sort of um like animals in captivity and like um animal um like animals anywhere dude just like animals anywhere yeah yeah they're they're gonna talk about um legally the animal's rights so that's like when you're digging more into what is actually what actually is this animal like entitled to kind of legally mm-hmm. um and then like animal welfare is gonna be more like taking care of an animal and what does this animal need to be properly cared for um to give it its like best life so they're not, like, right. interchangeable words. Like, an animal right and an animal welfare are, like, two sides of totally different coins. Yes. Um, so <laughs> yes. I feel like animal welfare, everyone is in agreement. Like, animals deserve awesome stuff. Well, they deserve to have high welfare. They deserve to, like, be like live a good life, yeah, you know? disease-free, not abused, adequate space. Yes good Correct. food like, proper social interaction exactly like, all of that stuff they are they deserve to have all of those things and all of those things are what contribute to the idea of their welfare there you go the rights on the other hand are different like yes. i think i think this is where semantics comes into play and i think that's where a lot of people get confused and right. like where a lot of unfortunate bullshit happens like in the case of for instance PETA, which flora and i are avid non-supporters of no they can get fucked (laughs) yes uh they are a classic example of an animal rights group yes now from the outside looking in that seems like a good thing because you're like yeah Yeah. i want them to like have good lives too however when you're talking about the quality of an animal's life you're talking about their welfare you're not talking about their rights yes and in the case of animal rights 
like Flora said, that comes down to a lot of like the logistical things of what we as humans consider to be their legal rights. But the unfortunate part of that is a lot of the people that are in like a lawmaking capacity don't have any understanding <laughs> of like what is contrib like what an animal's rights even like equates to right. be in human terms. Yes. Like it's just like it's like like apples and oranges they're just not the same thing yes and so that's where a lot of the confusion comes from so in the case of like i guess long story short with animal rights that's where you're talking about things like um the right to be free i hear come up a lot which is like a really weird phrase to begin with because it's super vague and a lot of times this is the one that comes up and it pertains to us like working in zoos because like we get these activist groups that come through and they're like those animals like have the right to be free like they don't deserve to be in the situation however like when they're talking about their right to be free and especially in the case of like PETA for them that means a lot different than what the general public means and like their idea of the right to be free means that like they think that any animal regardless of their situation their upbringing their like health conditions like whatever they should be in an environment that is like as close to like what their ancestral wild environment should be which like again on the outside might sound kind of okay but like it's really fucking not it's really not like if PETA had it's like really bad. full control they would go to the zoo tomorrow and let out all the animals like yes. and they think that just that like, life would be better yeah into just like wherever wherever the fuck even if they've yes. only ever been, like, fed by humans their whole life and will, like, go out and immediately, like, see a predator and get eaten or, like, starve to death yes. because they don't know how to hunt for themselves. Like, Peter's like, but their freedom is, like, more important. <laughs> than, like, any of those other things that are qualifiers to their welfare. Right. Like, the human idea of freedom, whatever the fuck that means, is more important to them than the actual, like, measurable qualifiers of their welfare i do think which like is a, fucked up a ton of animal rights stuff is like very anthropomorphic and like yes. thinking about like well that's part of where like the problem comes in yeah but you're absolutely right like the their idea is like if you went to like detroit and you went to the zoo and you like released all of the ostriches into detroit they'd be like well at least they're free yeah and like that's better than them being in this like climate controlled situation where they have people like specializing in their nutrition specializing in their care yeah giving them breeding opportunities like giving them activities and training and stuff whatever and like preserving their species they're like nope it's better for them to be free running around detroit than it is to be in that situation well, like that's better for them and that's what the difference between rights and welfare is yeah. and um, it sucks <laughs> not that like all animal rights activists are crazy but usually if they're using like the term like ar like they are fucking crazy <laughs> Yeah. Um, and it sucks because it's like it's taking people's compassion and it's marketing off of it like they're yes. profiting off of it and that's why PETA is such a like widely known thing and why a lot of people are like well yeah I think animals should have rights but it's like it's not what you think it is and like understanding those basic terms is going to help you to like put your money and attention toward things that you actually want to support and not this like bullshit organization that's just like taking your money and doing terrible things for animals like a perfect example their idea of like animal rights again with like an animal that should be free is that's every single fucking animal so like your dog at home that you rescued from like a shelter they think that that dog is better off like out of your home well they also and think just like wandering the dead. streets that's what i'm saying is like it's it's either better off like out of your home wandering the streets like no one looking after it no food like breeding endlessly 
getting just like absolutely shit on in the environment it's in or it's better to be dead than like in your home because technically that's a captive environment yeah like they would and rather that's, like it, bullshit they would rather like euthanize stuff than like have yep. it anywhere else um we even had like i've had like animals pass away at facilities and we've gotten like letters that are like well they're better off now. oh yeah <laughs> like it's better off dead you fucko what do you think it's in like yeah. fucking animal heaven <laughs> you idiot thanks a lot Yep, they think that they think that captivity is like the ultimate sin against like the animals' rights, and so it, literally death is like better than that. Like suffering, torture, death is better than that. I'm so, like, free and fucking life rad. fucking sucks. <laughs> fucking terrible. Yes. Okay, yes. so anyway, um, so that's just so like that, a yeah. little bit. I think of it just like puts things into context, but I think it's important to understand because a lot of people don't get that, and I think the terminology is like can, like, help inform your decisions. Because, like, obviously we all care about animals. Yeah. And I think if you're definitely someone who, like, wants the best for animals and, um, like, definitely if you're a supporter of zoos, that you are an animal welfare person. Like, that is what's important yes. to you. Like, this isn't, and, this isn't touching on animal, like, physical abuse or any of that stuff. Like, that's not the no. animal rights. That's not the laws they're passing. Nope. That's not what they're fighting for. They're fighting for, like, non-human animals to be like free and yeah. have the it's like, same like rights as like a human <laughs> well it's like it's a, it's like if they were to go into sea world and take the like orcas that are there and like pitch them into a freshwater lake they're like well at least they're free yeah and like that's their goal at least they're not in sea world and they can just like swim around this lake yeah. if they want to and it's which is like, like to whole, all of us fucking crazy whole fucking it's just a whole fucking can of worms man yeah, um, and there's bullshit. way more to it than what we're even talking about because we didn't do any research at all. Uh, no. But yeah, it would... Uh... But anyways, going forward, back to our question at hand. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's just like a little bit of background. So that's when she's like referring to like AR activists. She means like the... Oh my God, I smacked my microphone. She's referring to people who are... Um, gosh, like what's their... Like just fucking crazy what's the word <laughs> like die <laughs> just, hard just absolutely just lunatic. like die hard extreme animal rights activists it, well yeah it's like like extremists. what we're talking about yeah extremists thank you so um that's what she's yeah uh what's the fucking question or do you like zoos? she's asking we about like circuses. uh circuses yeah. yeah um so here's something that I just think off the cuff. I mean, I don't know because I don't know anything. But, like, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, zoos and aquariums now, like, I went to zoos as a child. I've been going forever, and I'm old now. And even in <laughs> our lifetime, we have seen such a drastic change in the yep. conditions that animals are living in. I mean, like, absolutely drastic, insane leaps and bounds in just our lifetime. And I yep. think that's due to, like, um, like the internet and, like, knowledge being passed, right? Like, people are just more mm -hmm. educated in general about, like, the, the world. I mean, obviously, all the research we're doing on animals and their needs and breeding and all that stuff. But it's also, like, trial and error, right? Like, things weren't working before and animals weren't breeding because they were in, like, these weird bear grottos and all these other, like, smaller habitats that were mostly concrete and this crazy stuff and now you're seeing these natural gorgeous habitats um mm -hmm. and it's from competition and zoos like trying to compete with each other and make the very best but also doing the best for their animals educating the public all of that stuff and yeah. things like aza accreditation and all these like accredited institutions 
But a mm-hmm. circus just doesn't have. I don't think they have this the same amount of like oversee like oversight from mm-hmm. like AZA or like a big overseeing. There's not like the fucking circuses of the world like association where they're like vying to be like the best in things like animal care. Yeah. Like their point, yeah. I think one of the things you said when we were just talking is like their point isn't anything other than than entertainment. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing that I keep coming back to is like in the case of the field that we work in like animals are there for a number of reasons and one of the most important ones is like education and conservation. And I think that has been one of like the forefronts of a modern zoo and aquarium, at least one that's like trying to do good things for you know the last several years and that's been something that you said has drastically changed in our lifetime and I think that comes about like with the oversight committees that you mentioned and with the sharing of information but also like there's a certain amount of competition too like places want to be the best that they can be not just because they can but because that they they've learned that that's the right thing to do and I think like all of those years of like animals in different settings and stuff and everything we've learned about them have informed the way that modern zoos currently look because we know a lot of what not to do but I think in the case of like of a circus like its main its main goal is like entertainment right like that's its goal no one's out there like giving a keeper talk about a bear while they're like working with it you know no no one's out there like promoting the conservation of this animal or like sharing ways to like help the ecosystem or like telling guests how to take care of the earth like none of that's happening and nor are like portions of proceeds going toward helping any of those causes like Uh, whatsoever whether they be like conservation based or education based or like outreach based like that isn't what's happening it's it's a for-profit business that's using animals as an entertainment icon Whereas I think a big difference between that and like zoos and aquariums are the animals that live in zoos and aquariums aren't there for the entertainment purpose. They're they definitely entertaining. No one's going to deny that. And they're the reason that people come. But they're not. that's not the reason that the animals are there. Yeah. <laughs> like the animals are there because they are ambassadors for their species. And we are able to like learn from them and take what we learn to help others like at zoos, around the world, in the wild, we're able to, like, inspire guests. Like, all those reasons that make a good zoo what it is, and that just doesn't exist in a circus, is my thought. Yeah, I mean, the, okay, so, like, that just, like, triggered a, a brain fart. Um, because the Ringling Brothers Circus did have, like, an, an elephant sanctuary, um, mm-hmm. which was, like, a breeding and, like, retirement facility. Um, mm-hmm. so apparently it, they like trade semen with like zoos and do have like cooperative breeding programs, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. because it's the largest Asian elephant gene pool outside of the Indian subcontinent. Wowza. They have more than 70, I guess. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think, I don't know. It's like so tricky because that's the other thing that comes into play is like, there's this, like, logistical aspect of, like, talking about the business itself, and then there's the, like, caretaker aspect, too. Like, and I don't think Flora or I are saying that, again, across the board, you can't make any blanket statements that a place is, like, giving, like, is providing, like, poor welfare for their animals. That's not the case. Like, I'm sure there are some out there that are, like, really shitty, and I'm sure there are some out there that are, like, really excellent, that treat their animals really well. But... 
that's not really like what we are like focusing on in this discussion it's more of like the ethical nature of like why they exist and how they relate to like zoos yeah in our position well and and this i mean we're talking about like ringling brothers which is like a super yeah. famous one that's like under like mm-hmm. the public scrutiny but then there's plenty of circuses like overseas and stuff like that you see like terrible videos all the time of like yes. russian circuses where like men are getting eaten by like lions um yeah but i and one of the things too like going back to just like the, the purpose of a circus, like, when we're talking about, like, zoos making all those strides in animal welfare, it's because they're, like, trying to get animals to breed. And because it is a sign of, like, being in a, like, being content and, like, being comfortable where you're at. Like, you're not going to breed if you are, like, nervous for your own safety or you're not getting yeah. the, like, nutritional requirements or, like, other, you know reasons are not in a space or the social grouping is not correct um you're not going to breed you don't want to waste the energy on that so um but a circus like they're not interested in like at least on the road i mean they might have these obviously they're getting these animals from somewhere so they have like these other facilities but like they're not interested in doing the best because all they're interested in doing is like training so yes. they don't need to make, like, these big strides and, like, making them super comfortable. And as far as, like, the traveling part goes, I mean, that's insane. Yeah. That you're, like, constantly Our moving around. Our animals are, like, crazy stressed. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm i not a big circus fan uh, as far as, like, the animal part goes. I think now they're, like, phasing them out. I think Ringling Brothers is, like, out of business, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, Which is, if, of course. If not, they're, like, on their way out, yeah. I think. Which is, of course, probably due to, like, animal rights activists and the negativity of circuses and stuff, too. But I think – I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's, like, I mean, the world is changing and we're realizing things that in the past weren't so bad. I mean, people used to throw, like, cigarettes and shit. I mean, people still fucking throw cigarettes and shit at animals yeah. in the zoos and, and stuff like that. Um Yeah. And I think, you know, even circuses, they probably were doing a lot of, like, positive punishment before – um, mm-hmm. I still see like videos that's of, like, like I said, like those crazy Russian, like live leak videos. Um, and it seems like they still use positive punishment, but I'm sure like uh, these other places have like converted to positive reinforcement and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, cause you can go a long way yeah. with positive reinforcement, I'm sure, but I'm sure a lot of circuses have really excellent like animal care. Oh yeah. And I, like, I don't, I, that's not what's on the table. Um, but I, I agree with you. I think that it's just like comes down to like whether it has a place in our modern society and it sounds like you and I are on the same page and that we agree that it does not. No. And, and I just think like the message even like of, yeah, that's my biggest issue. Dominating and like riding elephants around or like having an elephant like stand on a ball or like whatever. Like I don't even, what is just the point? What is the point? it's amazing that's the point and it's entertaining but i think we are we as a society have grown to be like we don't want to like use animals in this way like we want to like respect them and learn about them and help them yeah and i think like i think more and more younger generations are becoming greater and greater stewards for nature which is awesome that's that's like that itself is like an amazing byproduct of like the work that zoos have been doing yeah but i think that image goes directly against it and i think it promotes that image of like you said like dominating animals and using them for our own personal gains and our own personal pleasure but also like it puts them in the wrong context and i think the like realm of circuses when they were really popular like years and years ago 
uh, were also, you know, they gave way to, like, animals being in other entertainment industries. And that's where you have, like, a lot of those horrible instances of, like, animals being rescued from entertainment industries. Like, I work with an animal who used to be in the entertainment industry, and he has a lot of residual shit that he has to deal with, that we all have to deal with, that isn't his fault, but he was just, he had bad luck, and he ended up there. And he was with some really bad people that did horrible things to him. And that's something that he, like, lives with now. And, like, how fucked up is that? But I just think it, like, it contributes to that idea that, like, humans are better than and have the right to own and control animals. And that's not an idea that I agree with. Yeah, and I've worked with, um, like, cats who have been rescued from, um, like, traveling circuses. Um, and those, like, those, like... Like, you know, um, when you get animal crackers, that box that they come in, and it's like, yeah, that, that is literally like what those circus cages look like. Like, they're like those little barred metal mm-hmm. cages. Um, and we had like a ton that had come in from like weird circuses and stuff, and just like obviously people's like ex pets and stuff like that. But we had a group, um, like a lot of them were like declawed or they're, um, like, canines had been, like, shaved or removed and things like that as well. Because, like, if you mm-hmm. are working free contact with those big cats, like, they would do all sorts of stuff so that if they did get attacked, they wouldn't, like, kill them. Um, yeah. But then we had some, too, we, that were called, like, the munchkins because they grew up in those circus cages and they, like, never let them out. I don't I don't know if it was – I can't remember if it was a circus or they just used those circus cages and it was some asshole. But um, they were all – like severely undergrown like everybody was like really short like it's the shortest like Mm -hmm. lions and tigers i've ever seen because they just like Mm -hmm. lived in circus cages for like years and years and years and years yeah awful i yeah i just think i think that's what it fundamentally comes down to is like i just don't agree with the use of animals in that context because when you come down to it that's what it is it's like even if you respect them and you happen to be, like, an excellent circus and you have really great living conditions and your staff is well-trained and you use, like, proper techniques and the welfare is, like, as good as it can be, that the, the like, rationale behind it is still not something that I agree with. So I personally am not a fan. What if there was a circus who, like, did all the cool – like, all the animal shit, but then their whole purpose was, like, to talk about conservation? They like all they did was educate you about like animals and their like plight the whole time. Isn't that like what ambassador animal programs at zoos are though? Kind of. I don't know. Are they like you know what I'm saying? Like I think, at least the ambassador animal programs that I've seen, that's like like the program animals. Like that's what they are. Is essentially it's like a zoo version of an appropriate circus. Like it's like you take. You take the context of an exotic animal, but you find species that are better suited to, like, public situations. They do well, like, with hand-rearing. They're really great animals to use in the context of, like, um, maybe they're, like, misunderstood. Like, a lot of reptiles a lot of times are in program animals and, like, birds and things like that because people don't know that much about them. Um, but I'm saying, like, it's very rare in, like, a program animal context that you see someone has, like, a bear or someone has well, a tiger yeah. or I mean, someone, hell yeah. you know, or, like, someone has, like, a hyena or, like, an elephant. Like, that kind of stuff isn't happening. But you do see a lot of the smaller birds, mammals, and reptiles that are well-suited to that sort of climate and that are specifically 
brought up to like be in that sort of situation but I also think it comes down to the fact that like the animals that are in a program animal setting also at least in this modern day and age in a good zoo have free reign over their participation too like if they don't want to participate in a program that day they're not forced to like the keepers are trained to recognize their behavior to understand like whether they're feeling it or not and if they're not then that's cool yeah and they get to like not participate and that's fine but i think in the case of a circus like your entire livelihood rides on the fact that this animal performs and does this amazing thing so that your guests are entertained yeah i just think the message is just like not i mean like especially now with social media and how people are just like see something and they're like I want that, and, like, I want to touch that, and yeah. I want it to yes. do that, and, like, it's cute when I tickle a slow loris, and, like, all this shit, and this just seems like, I like, it's just more pile it on, like, this is just not the right shit, this is not the right message to send. It, no. Like, I feel like it sends the message of, like, look, it's a pet, I can play with it, like, I can cuddle it and kiss it, and all this other sort of stuff. We're gonna get so much, like, hate well, mail. Yeah. We probably are, but, like... I think it also downplays the dangers of these animals, too, and I think that's why we get a lot of people that come to zoos every year that try to, like, jump into the lion freaking yard yeah. or, like, whatever the fuck, and it's like, nah, dude, that's not how this works. Nah, dude, it's that's still hella, a wild-ass animal. It's hella not chill. Um, but her other part was, like, you know, she was saying, I mean, obviously it's not a completely black and white issue, but um, she was saying that, like, if you don't support, uh, what, how did she say it? Being anti-circus is related to being AR, and with phasing out circuses, zoos will be next. I don't agree with that at all, either. Like, I think that's, like, a cop-out. Um, yeah. Like, we should still, like, just because we're in zookeeping and stuff, like, we should still have, like, standards and, like, you know, ever-increasing those standards. So, yeah. um, like you are saying, like, even if their animal care is excellent and, like, superb, like, the message they're sending might not be... So I don't, yep. I don't think that we're like, if the, if you can't have one, you can't have any or whatever, you know, like yeah, we get rid of circuses and then they get rid of zoos. I mean, it is a, it is a slippery slope, like especially with like legalities if they're passing laws. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's all this like crazy drama right now with these beluga whales and all of that stuff. But but that's what I'm saying though. That's where like the welfare versus rights conversation comes in because that's when you get people that don't fully understand what's going on that are in power to pass laws oh, that yeah. control everything. Oh, yeah. They always, like, the... And that's a big issue. I, and I don't think you can say, like, well, you have to back it up even if you, like, don't agree with it. Just because they're going to come after you next. They're going to come after us next any fucking way. <laughs> I mean, like, well, and who gives yeah. a shit? Well, and what does that say about us as an industry that we can't even have a conversation about this in, like, the light of wanting to continually do better without like being like well i guess none of us can have our fun yeah like that's bullshit that that in itself should be a red flag if you as an organization cannot actually take part in a conversation about it and without like condemning your own organization then there's probably something wrong with the things that you do so that should probably be changed you know what i'm saying like i think I think that's all part of making zoos better. And I think the reason that we've seen such progress is because those hard conversations were had. Yeah. And I think we can't just shy away from them in favor of being like, well, then we're going to get shut down too because that's not how it works. And like at the end of the day, we're advocating for our animals' behalf the best that we can. And if we just decide to shut down at the earliest sign of trouble 
just because it might affect us and i don't think that's really like very noble either because there's i mean there's bad circuses there's awful circuses i'm sure there's like okay circuses i'm sure there's like incredible trainers who do like amazing positive reinforcement work at circuses but there's absolutely bad zoos and there's really awesome zoos and there's really awesome zookeepers who do awesome stuff with positive reinforcement like it is the same stuff but i think what we're just saying that it boils down to is just like why are we messing with this message this message is not right and so i don't it's not worth it just come be a fucking zookeeper Quit fucking around in Russia. These fucking Russians. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, I think I think the message is the biggest thing. Like, I think if zoos are working so hard to promote this message, to have it be undercut by something like that and be okay with it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So I think, like, I, I don't think it should just be that circuses should, like, be given a pass, even if the care is amazing. Because the message is still not what is what we need to be promoting, and I I think that like I think that that is the most important thing because that's what's getting out to the public, yeah, and that's what we need. Like that's the only way that we're gonna enact real change, and unfortunately, like in the case of again, like not super well informed on this, but like in the case of a lot of circuses, they're not looking to enact positive change for our ecosystem, and that's like one of the whole reasons that zoos exist. And, like, that's one of the whole reasons that I got into this field and one of the big reasons that draw a lot of people to it. So, like, if we're not even doing that in that context, then it's got to go, man. We don't have – that's the, this, like, modern world that we're in does not have place for that. And, like, honestly, how many zoo, like how many circuses in the United States even have animals anymore? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> like, is that even a okay. thing? Because I feel like – I feel like – yeah, I feel like we're going to get a lot of hate – over this episode but i mean amy you asked for this this is what you asked for (laughs) i mean that's just our opinion man yeah you can have your own opinion it is but i think i mean i think at the same time though like we've been pretty upfront that we're not like bashing people that do amazing work with those animals and stuff i'm sure you're like an awesome trainer but Dude, fuck yeah. Like, come work at a facility. We could use I feel you. like dangling um, from a ribbon from an elephant's mouth like this bitch. <laughs> Maybe don't do Maybe that. Maybe don't do that. Um, we don't want that. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's a tricky conversation to have, but, I again, I think that if you, if we are the kind of people to shy away from it, then we don't deserve to Because it's be like, it's almost all. like, and it, okay, like, I haven't been to a circus in 75 years, but, like, they're just, like, props it's just like you well, that's what i'm saying a prop the messaging is like that humans are over animals and they can use them as they want yeah and that's the message whether or not you agree with it whether or not like you work in a circus and that's what you're like looking to promote that's the message that's coming across and that's and just seen, the thing like, that i have the so issue many with fucked up animals that came from circuses it's awful me too it's fucked up it sucks it really fucking sucks especially since a lot of these guys like, first off, they cannot speak for themselves. We are their stewards and their advocates, and, like, that is a serious responsibility. And they're just, like, they can feel all these things. They have, like, complex interactions with the world around them. And to, like, see the the aftermath of a lot of that is, like, heartbreaking. It fucking yeah. sucks, and it just, like, makes you lose faith in humanity. <laughs> it's like, why would anyone support this? This fucking sucks. Well, we've already... Even if you're amazing out there. Ugh. 
And we've talked about before, like, our opinions on, like, free contact with these, like, big cats and shit like that, so that's just... Oh, like, yeah, we're both very anti against that. I know a lot of people out there yeah, are for it. people... Everyone well, has their I own think reasons. I listeners who, like, do it and that, you know, whatever, teach their own, but, yeah, that's not... Yeah. Not our yeah, bad. That is, that's its own thing, but, yeah, neither one of us are big on that. Did you see know. that new Dumbo movie? I refuse to watch it. I didn't see it either. But it's, a, I mean, that, <laughs> he's like the circus, right? Isn't that, his mom's in the circus? Uh, yeah, I think Isn't so. that why he's crying? Well, I think he's in it too, right? I think they're both well, doesn't he, like, it, fly away with them fucking ears? Isn't that what Dumbo's about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Dumbo's about. I'm fucking spoilers, boy! <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, I didn't, I didn't watch the new one, because I knew that I wasn't gonna like it. Yeah. I was just like, eh, no. Um, I don't know. It's a tricky conversation to have, but... It is for sure, and it we're just two is. people with our own opinion that we formed in our own lifetime. There's people who have different life experiences, and maybe they're yep. maybe a circus changed their life, or I don't fucking know. The elephant looked at them, and they decided to dedicate their lives to elephants at a circus. I mean, <laughs> so happened to me. It is, An elephant looked at me, and I was like, oh. "It is a different instance." And like, they, maybe they travel to a town that doesn't have a zoo or doesn't have access to like a zoo or aquarium. And, or, like, the, the, you know, those people might not have the means to afford to go to something like that. And, like, maybe a traveling circus comes to their town and they're able to afford to go. So, I'm sure there are people who have been inspired by animals going to those sort of things, too. Um, So, I'm not saying that it it has no positive benefit. I'm sure it does. I just don't think that that, that it outweighs the cons. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's pretty uh, much it. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I don't think it's a black and white issue, but it wouldn't be sad to see circuses go away for forever. Um, it's like you said, with education animals and maybe using animals who are um, better suited for that sort of thing. I mean, yeah, obviously, that's a whole other conversation. Um, like, what's different well, I than think, a... I mean, I think... I think you're right. I think circuses do that really well. They inspire people and they excite people. Like, that's their, like, main thing. But I think I think zoos can learn from that as a way to, like, help, uh, like, invigorate their guests yeah. and, like, help spread their message better. And I think there's a lot that they can take from that and, like, implement in different ways in their own facilities. And I think that is definitely something to talk about. But I, I think that there's, like, a time and a place and there's definitely a context. And... Like, you can pick and choose things, but I don't think, like, just copying and pasting the whole thing over to a zoo context is going to do no. what you need it to well, do. Well, there's like, plenty of... There definitely have to be changes. Ambassador situations where they're doing, like, a show. Like, it is an animal show, but they're featuring, yeah. like, those wild animals' natural behaviors. Yes. So, like, you might see, like, uh, I don't know, otters running around picking up weird shit because they're weird fucking little wet hands <laughs> or you might see like birds <laughs> flying around with like their giant wingspan and all of those are like education opportunities where like most of the circus stuff that i've seen is like ridiculously unnatural what is my cat my cat my cat <laughs> my cat is it's like it's like me. um so like five dudes in a ring with like five tigers and they're all like standing and jumping through fire hoops it's like what is <laughs> Why are we doing yeah, that? It's just bizarre. Um, but hey, maybe in the future, like, maybe there's this circus that, like, you know, like, works with animals who are smaller and, like, travel well. And they have, like, these awesome habitats and they, like, I don't know, 
change the world and inspire people all over and you know be fucking rad because dude it took zoos what did we say like you know this 30 year period 40 50 whatever years to do amazing things maybe it'll just take circuses like a little bit longer to catch up or maybe we phase them yeah. out i mean who fucking knows yeah or maybe like we said we like take some of the stuff that they've done and implement it and like bring those ideas to a new format and make them even better like, there's a lot to be done there's certainly it's certainly not perfect in any aspect and we're not saying zoos and aquariums are perfect oh hell either. no it like God. there's a lot to be done but i just think that like if we're going to be serious about nutting up and like having these conversations and making sure that our priorities are nutting up where we want them to be yeah <laughs> get your nuts up <laughs> excuse me can you lift those nuts up for a second we're nutting raise them up high we're nutting up um but i think it like i think it's worth i think it's worth pursuing yeah have you seen those, like, dog – the dog and, like, cat show things they do? Like, when there's, like, uh, domestic dogs or, like, domestic cats, like, doing, like, crazy things? Oh, they yeah. Do, like, tightrope walks and, like, dogs are flipping through the air and shit. It's, like, the, like, dog agility. Yeah. But, like, some – I feel like wild. some circuses have, like, adopted that and they use, like, dogs and cats. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, domesticated. Yeah. Which is yeah, kind of interesting fucking... because – you know, they travel well because we've domesticated them for like a bajillion years to be able to, to yeah. live and um, live amongst humans and um, positive reinforcement and what have you. Yeah, domestic animal. Yeah. So that's inter- I think it's, interesting. I mean, I think uh, my last note is like, I think as we learn more about our role in nature and like how we connect with like all the other beings that we share the planet with, I think that responsibility grows. And I think that, um, you know, I think we, we as a community need to take that very seriously. And so I think you can still have those moments, like you said, with like those domestic animals in like a, a perfect context where you can have those amazing entertaining moments that's good for kind of everyone involved. But I think like these conversations about welfare versus rights versus zoos versus aquariums versus circuses, whatever – are never going to end, and I don't think they ever should, but I think we need to, like, be serious about what we talk about and take everything that we learn and bring it into each conversation as they follow because, you know, a lot of great change is coming from it and a lot of it is still to come. Yeah. So let us know. Email us. Write in. Fucking blast us on social <laughs> send media. Us, yeah, right? Send us your fucking hate No, girl, like, send, your, send your opinions. And, like, I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't think we've been, like – hateful or hurtful or anything this is just like our opinions that we formed so yeah um like don't come at us angry like see if you can change our mind i mean i'm we're open for all of that stuff we're not we're mm-hmm. not um like closed off in any way and we're stupid so like inform it's gonna us be easy yeah inform <laughs> me daddy <laughs> um <laughs> or i don't know yeah see what see what you think or what your friends think but um yeah, I think we've fucking said it all, and I'm, if I summarize anything else, I'll just be, like, repeating the same shit we've said a thousand times. So, Fuck yeah. thank you, everybody, for joining us on this quick and dirty about fucking circuses. Yike. Um, if you like this episode, I don't know, do something about it. Tell your friends, write, uh, rate and review us on iTunes, join our Patreon, email us at keeperchat at gmail.com, check out our brand new podcast, Keeper... Ch- what? Our... Check out... <laughs> check <laughs> what? out our brand new... 
website, keeperchatpodcast.com. If you're ever sitting at home and you're just like, what are these what are these stupid people doing? Like, why are they, why do they exist? What, what are they doing? What have they done? Visit keeperchatpodcast.com. We have a running total of the <laughs> amount of money that we have donated to conservation. And I update it every time we donate more money to con- conservation. Um, I think we had like said we got over a thousand. We're at, and I've exaggerated apparently, because after I checked our spreadsheet, we're at $992.32 donated to conservation since this fucking podcast, which is incredible. We could not do that without the support of our patrons. So please consider becoming a patron. If that's not something you can afford, like a subscription service type thing, you can also donate um, like a one-time donation to our PayPal account. You can help out, support the podcast, support animals. You can, I don't know, not do any of that and just fucking listen and tell your friends. And that's amazing too. We also have a PO box. You can find that also on our website. If you do want to mail us stuff, um, we do giveaways. We send awesome stuff to our um, patrons. So if you um, want to like send us something to include in a giveaway or something that you want us to like talk about or like bugs, I don't know, mail me some stuff. Hell yeah. And if you want to get a quick and dirty question answered, you can hit us up at Gmail. Yeah. So I don't know if we already said it, but it's keeperchat at gmail.com. I did say there, it. There, you have it. I did it. say it. I figured you I did, did, but I couldn't remember. That's fine. I said it really fast. <laughs> great, great, great. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks, everyone. That's it. Bye. Bye.